In today's Mishnah, we're in the second and third Mishnah from the ninth Parak Masech de Ruvin. And the Mishnah begins, Gagadol Samuch Lakatam. So in this Mishnah, we have two semi-detached houses, and the roof of one of them is bigger than the other, such that the large roof is jutting out on two sides. So if you're looking down, for example, from an aeroplane, it would look like the letter T. So to explain this even clearer, and it's obviously better if you have a picture book, if I'm standing on the larger roof, in the middle of the roof that is joining to the other one, that's where there's an opening such that I could walk from my roof, the big roof, to the smaller roof. But it's in the middle of the side wall. However, if I am on the roof, on the smaller roof, the entire side is exposed to the larger roof. So it's not in the middle of the wall, it's the entire wall is exposed because it's smaller than the larger roof. So in that case, the mission says, Hagadol mutar vakatan asu. What this means is, is that the residents of the la- house with the larger roof, they would be able to take items from the house onto that roof. Why? It's because on their roof, it is surrounded on all sides. Now, the way we're describing this, it makes it sound like there is a marquette, like a railing around it. Just so you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be so, meaning one would still be even allowed to carry on a roof even without a wall around it, because we say that the walls are good asik mechitzatam, means the existing walls of the house, it's as if they continue upwards all the way uh, to the sky. But we'll continue with explanation as if there's actual real wall around it. So consequently, in the case of the larger roof, we have that it is surrounded on all sides by walls, and the gap that we have where one could walk from the large roof to the smaller roof, that gap is only viewed as what's called a petach, because that gap, we're assuming, is no greater, wider than 10 amot. However, the hakatanasur, meaning, sorry, just go back, because it is less than 10 amot, it's considered a petach, simply an opening, like a doorway. However, the residents of the smaller roof, for them, they wouldn't be able to take items from their house onto the roof. That is because for them, the roof is only surrounded on three sides, because the fourth side is completely open and exposed to the larger roof. And therefore, it is like a chatzar in the courtyard that is only surrounded on three sides, and one would not be able to carry from houses into such a chatzar. So I just want to add one extra point. The way the Gemara explains this, and if you've got the pictures of Kahati, he uses this explanation, is that the, it's actually the side walls of the Gag Katan, of the smaller roof, are actually running all the way into slightly the larger roof. So that if you can imagine, if you're walking from the small roof to the large roof, as you're walking onto the large roof, you'd be able to turn around the corner and there'll be little sort of pockets on either side of that wall. Uh, and that, that is important, because if it was just coming right up to, I mean, if it was, if the walls of the smaller roof were not running into and inside the larger roof, and it ended right at the meeting point, where the Gemara understands it, that even the residents of the smaller roof would be able to carry from the houses to on top of that roof. Anyway, the mission continues. And we'd find the same law if we had two chatzer, or two courtyards. And the wall that separated the smaller one and the larger one, these two chatzer, broke. So in this case, once again, for the larger chatzir, the break is only in the middle of one of the walls. But for the smaller chatzir, for them, it's the entire side wall. So therefore, hakadolam muterat, the larger one, meaning the people, the houses in the large chatzir will be able to carry inside it, the haktana would be asur, but those in the smaller chatzir would not be able to carry from the house to their chatzir. Why? Meaning that breach, from the perspective of those in the larger chatzir, it's simply like a petach, simply like an opening. However, for those in the smaller chatzer, for them it is like a complete pirza, complete breach, and therefore it was as if it's not surrounded by a wall, and they would be able to carry in the chatzer. What's interesting, however, the Gemara points out that this is only if this wall that divided the two chatzer fell down prior to Shabbat. If it fell down on Shabbat, 
then since it was Hutra Lemiktsat Shabbat, means since it was Mutar for each of the people in the Chatzerot, presuming they did Erev Chatzerot in the respective Chatzerot prior to Shabbat, or was Mutar from the carry into Shabbat slightly, the fact that the wall fell down in the middle of Shabbat would not cause a problem because it's Mutar now for the rest of Shabbat. We'll qualify this concept in the next Mishnah we learn together. Because this, as we'll learn, this only applies to an issue that relates to Erev Chatzerot, that we say that since it was Mutar for a bit of Shabbat, it's Mutar for the rest of Shabbat. Let's continue. I have a Chatzer now that the sign wall broke, and it's the wall that was facing Yerushas Harabim along the public domain. So that wall's completely crumbled down. Mishnah says, Rebbe is of the opinion that if someone carries from a private domain, say from a house, Two, it sounds like here the Chatzar, then he would be Chayab, meaning it would be a biblical violation, because he is, the way we're explaining it so far, we'll change the explanation in a minute, that he seems to understand that the Chatzar itself now has a status of Rosh Hashanah, now that the wall that divided the Chatzar and the Rosh Hashanah has fallen. Have a Chachamim say, no, mitocha the Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah the Tocha, would be patur. Meaning if someone transferred from the public domain into this, the way we're explaining the Chatzar, then he would be patur meaning it's prohibited on a rabbinic level. Why? Because it says once the wall falls down, it's treated like a caramel. I mean, it's not a shusei rabbi, it's not a public domain, it's not a shuseiach, it's not a private mm-hmm. domain, and it's considered a caramel. Just to explain further, the Gemara actually explains that they're actually not arguing about the chatzar itself. Everyone maintains the chatzar itself is a caramel. The debate seems to be simply about the region where the wall was standing. Meaning, according to Rebeliezer, he understands that once the wall falls, it's treated like the side of Rosh Rabin. Therefore, if someone carries from a private domain to that location or back, then it would be biblical prohibited to be hired for being a korban chatat if he did by mistake. And whereas Chachamim understand know that the side, that area where the wall was, is treated much like the Chatzar itself, and it is considered like a Karmelit, and is only rabbinically prohibited transfer from that location to either the private domain or the public domain. Now let's learn Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah says, We have a Chatzar that the walls break, and it's exposed to the public domain. However, this occurred from two of the sides. But specifically what this means is where the two sides meet. So in other words, it's at the corner. So the corner of the, the walls have broken, and so the whole wall is now exposed. V'chen, likewise, b'ayt shenifritzah m'shnei ruchotav, also a house that, say, crumbles at the location, at the corner, and now exposed. Now, importantly, what the mission is going to rule here is that even if it's tent fachim, the gap, we do not consider that like a petach, like we would if there was a narrow breach in the side of the wall. Why is that? That is because people do not construct a petach at that corner, so therefore it's not considered a petach, it's considered a piritza, a proper breach. What's important here, the Gemara explains that even in the case of the house, if there is like a roofing over where that corner broke, if there's a roof, then we'd say the concept of what's called pitikrayod red vasotem, we'd view the beam or the roof that's extending from each of the edges of the remaining walls as if it's running down and completing the wall. So in that case, one would be able to carry in the house of the Chatzar. Mission continues, Or if we've got a Mavoy, that's an alleyway, and it had a Tikkun, meaning prior to Shabbos, we had the Korah, the cross beam, or the side beam placed there, allowing one to carry within that Mavoy after they performed a Shituf, like we learned in the beginning of the Masechta. However, during Shabbat, they were removed, or they fell, they broke. To summarize, we're dealing with issues that occurred on Shabbat, that ruined the mechitza, the walls, that allowed one to carry one in, inside it. So the Mishnah says, 
it is mutarim bo'oto Shabbat, one will be able to carry still in that Shabbat, ba'asarim latid lavo, however, for next Shabbat, they would have to repair these issues prior to Shabbat coming in. And that's opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda holds by the principle we said, that since it's hutra lamiktsat Shabbat, since it was mutar for a bit of Shabbat, it is hutar for the rest of Shabbat as well, despite the fact that we had an issue in the middle of Shabbat. However, Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says, Rabbi Yossi, if it's mutar for that Shabbat, it's mutar for level. Then it's, it should be mutar for every Shabbat. If he's saying it's next Shabbat is going to be a problem, then it's asurim lotar Shabbat. It should be even a problem on this Shabbat itself. And why is that? Because he says, no, we don't say hutra miktsata shabbat, hutra kula. We don't apply this principle. The only time we apply that is like the case we learned in the previous Mishnah, or that we discussed when we learned that previous Mishnah. And that is, the only time you say that is with respect to something that would impact an eruv chatserot, for example, a wall dividing two chatserot that falls down. However, if it relates to the laws of mechitzot themselves, meaning a wall that's opening onto, say, Rosh Hashanah then Rabbi Yossi says, we do not apply that a principle of Hutra Miktzat Shabbat, since it's more of a partially of Shabbat, then it should be fine. In other words, if it breaks in the middle of Shabbat, then it's a problem for that Shabbat as well. Those are the Mishnah today.